Hot Topics are brought to you in part by Banner Fuel and the Idaho Central Credit Union. The Hot Topic is a sold-out concert at Nashville North tonight. Guys, Tyler Farr is going to be there, but he's here right now. Tyler, how are you, man? Doing good. How you doing, brother? Uh, we are all good. We're just excited to have live music back and be you know, out and coming to see you, man. Yeah, I, I hear you. I'm right there with you. I was, uh, is this one of the first shows, I guess? It's... I think it's, uh, I want to say, is this technically the third show, Kevin? What is this, our third or se- uh, second maybe? since se- Second show. We yeah. did Jimmy Allen a while back yep. and That's tested right. it out to make sure if uh, – if you know, if everybody survived after that one, we'd do another one. So it, yeah. good news, we'd get to do another. <laughs> so yeah, just getting back at it, and <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. This is a, it's actually a, it's a pretty stressful week for me because of, y'all probably know I, my, me and my wife had our first uh, little, little girl about four and a half months ago, and this yeah. is the first, my first road week, you know, playing shows. Uh, more than one show. We've played some shows, but it's like one here, home for three weeks, another one here, you know. So this is my first week, like, actually traveling for an entire week and playing shows. So my first time away from my little girl. <laughs> how's that How's That's that going? Tough. Oh, it's, it, I'll be honest with you, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. I just, I'm just kind of a nervous wreck, you know, because I'm not used to that was a good thing. I knew this was going to happen. Like, I was like, is COVID the good thing? Like, when all that stuff was going on, I was able to be home. And, heck, I'd even watch my, my daughter by myself, you know, and my wife was working at the hospital. And I was like, man, this I'm going to be a mess whenever we go back to start doing shows because I'm used to being with her every day. So. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Tyler, this but is – But I am this... back to playing – I mean, I'm, I am – Stoked about getting back to playing shows. Um, we did our first one last week, and it was awesome. And, uh, it was just amazing. Having a having a kid and <laughs> doing what you do, how excited are you for the the day where your kid is old enough to come to one of your shows? Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, I hope she's not a singer, but <laughs> I'm an advisor in other uh, <laughs> career paths. Um, All right. Maybe professional bowling. I don't know. Uh, anything. Anything. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she actually came to our um, – she actually went to Luke's, one of Luke Bryan's shows. Uh, it was her first, like, full-blown concert. And she was a little champion. She had her – he played uh, the Gulf Coast Jam down in Florida. It was my wife's birthday this past Sunday. And she was up there, and we were by Luke's wife and his kids, and she was uh, in her little car seat with her little headphones on, just watching him uh, shake his thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Tyler, please don't, tell, please don't tell me your daughter already has a picture of Luke Bryan shaking his hips up on her wall. <laughs> no, that is, uh, that is outlaws from our house. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she so she enjoyed it. She just kind of stood there and smiled. She went to uh, to show us Lee Bryce uh, the other week, and uh, Chuck Wicks, and she came to that one. And uh, my wife was on the side stage with her in her stroller, so she got to. She doesn't. It'll be cool when she knows like really what's going on, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> in the car seat with the headphones, watching Luke Bryan. Although with all the lights and the noise and the movement, it was probably awesome. It's cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure she was just thought it was cool because the sounds and the yeah, and the colors. Um, 
you know, and then when he came over and he was singing Country Girl Shake It for, for me, I, I'm sure she was like, what in the crap was going, which is exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. She probably thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Like, something is about to bust out of these tight jeans. You're like shaking over there a little so, bit. Give me now, some room. Yeah. Like, was it uh, the wife's mean, choice? Like, actually, for me, go just, you know, shake it for them. Right. Yes. I'm not interested. Get out of here. Was that what your wife wanted for her birthday? Was Luke Bryan? Is that is that what is that why we went to the show? I, uh, you know, I've I've been friends. Luke and Jason are probably two of my best friends, you know, in the in the uh, music industry because I, you know, own part of Buck Commander with them, and I've uh, just known them for forever. And uh, I so I called Luke. Up. I was like, hey, I want to surprise my wife. Um. Can you sing happy birthday to you? He's like, yeah, we'll figure something out. Well, so I took her to the show and you know, kind of surprised her because we were down there in Florida, like fishing, and uh, my baby loves going on the boat, and we got her little life jacket. And loves going for boat rides, so I took my wife down there and surprised her and you know, took her to Luke's show and hung out. Now, have you guys well, – I mean, there's a lot of people in Buck Commander. Aren't there a lot of – People in there's, that. Uh, there's uh, me, Jason, Luke, um, Willie Robertson, and uh, three. It's basically me, Jason, Luke, and three retired baseball players, and Willie Robertson. <laughs> That's hey, an interesting of, group, man. One of which, Dude, one of the former a, baseball like players. Crew. It is like a Motley Crew Cub Scout gang. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, I would like to thank you, Tyler Farr, because one of the. One of the former baseball players is Ryan Langerhans, who played for the Mariners. So I would oh, like to yeah, thank I you for know, I would I like to thank Ryan you for finally getting him a win. <laughs> wow! I didn't know he even played for uh, Seattle. I didn't know who he. Yeah, played. we don't have a whole lot of really great memories <laughs> of our team up here in the last couple of uh, decades. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> so not not many wins uh, when he was up here. No, so thank you for giving him one. That makes me very happy for him. <laughs> That's hilarious. I won't have to mention that to him. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you will. I'm sure you will. Yeah, that's what that's what friends are for. I'm like, man, y'all must have sucked when you was playing up here. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Tyler Farr. Who? What's your baseball team? What What team do you cheer for? I grew up. <clears throat> I grew up. Uh, going to Royals games with uh, you know my grandpa. It was back when they had dollar dog days. That's how bad the Royals were when I was growing up. <laughs> they had to have, sell dollar beers and hot dogs to get people to come to the game. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was around the era of you know George Brett, uh, Bo Jackson. You know when he did the famous wall climb or run up the wall. Oh yeah. Um, so the Royals were. And uh, when I moved to Nashville, I started like, digging the uh, the Braves, and I've always kind of I've known some guys that uh, that played for the Braves. Uh, I used to build deer feeders and stuff for Ryan Klesko, and he's a good buddy of mine. And, um, I swear to God, I'm, you can't make this up. Right? <laughs> no, you can't. You just can't. But uh, but no. I'm, so I like the Braves, and they're the, probably the closest team to me in Nashville, and uh, you know them and the Royals. So. Grew up, grew up around watching the Royals, and um, I just that's one of my favorite ballparks as well. Yeah, I, can't I would see like to good. see the Mariners game. I would like to see the Mariners um, stadium though. Yeah, well, the stadium's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, man, we need to you know 
I have to say a little prayer before bedtime. <laughs> Tyler Farr. Lord the last Jesus, time... please bring Ken Griffey Jr. back. The last time the Seattle Mariners were in the playoffs was 2001. It's been just a little bit of time. Yeah, it was a couple minutes. I was Luke, Luke Bryan. Yeah. Luke, yeah, Luke <laughs> Bryan was still wearing normal jeans back then, I think. <laughs> Luke Bryan was still um, bucking hay. And yes. Helping his daddy out on a peanut farm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He hadn't been to L.A. yet to found all these new crazy-looking weird shirts. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tyler Farr, have you ever been told by someone on your team in your camp to, to wear something out on stage that you just looked at and said, I absolutely, I just cannot do that? I think they know better than they tell me what to wear on stage. <laughs> yeah, I think but, that's fair. I mean, I don't, I, I don't wear much. Like I just, you know, on, I guess wear my staging probably a little. Well, no, obviously not. Yeah, I wear my staging a little bit tighter than I do when I'm at my farm. You yeah, know, because sure. I don't my farm wearing stuff with stains on them and you know grease stains, but, and that's about it. Like I'm kind of a I go for the classic look just a black v-neck white v-neck right uh, that's it do you have your outfit picked out for tonight at nashville north do you already know what you're wearing tonight for the show at nashville north well kind of because i only brought one pair of damn jeans <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would you why would you travel with more than one pair though that's the beauty of being a guy man yeah when i was younger like a younger artist I hadn't had all this stuff figured out. I, you know, I have three pairs, one for every day, one pair of jeans. And, uh, you know, you just get wiser when you get older. Now I'm like one pair of jeans, uh, three T-shirts, a different T-shirt every day. Yeah. Uh, a couple shirts to wear on stage. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now here's the deal. And and I have a daughter who is a year and a half old. But I, rem- I, you know, I just know that you might want to check those jeans for spit up oh. because <laughs> I always forget to do that, and I forgot to do that when my kid was younger and really doing that stuff. And I would just leave the house thinking everything is great, and someone would look at my shirt and go, "What the heck is that? What yeah. is that? Just baby spit up? Don't worry." Oh yeah, I mean, I've, I've that's already happened a million freaking times. I'm like, I remember going to the grocery store? I was watching my kid, and then my wife got home. And- She's watching. I took off to go to the store. I'm in there, and I mean, look like he got hit by spit up paintball gun or something. <laughs> like a seagull flew over you. Yeah. It's yeah, like and a you badge don't even, of honor. You just don't even care anymore at that point. Nah. Like, people are like, no, "What's that?" And you're like, "Oh, whatever, when you're man." A dad, when you become a dad, like, you know, your give a craps are like, right, far and few between. You're just like, well. Forget it. Whatever. Yeah. And it's weird because <laughs> I've also I've also feel like a long time ago when I was younger, I'd left my house house with my own throw up on myself. But it seems more acceptable to leave with your baby's throw up on you. <laughs> yeah, it used to be acceptable acceptable to pee your own pants and throw up on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> more likely when you're in your twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, man, we are ex- excited about the show tonight. Glad to glad to have you back. Uh, congratulations at the the song Cover Girl. Tell, tell us a little bit about that song. A powerful oh, thank song. You. <clears throat> thank you, man. I, I'm very, you know, very proud of this song. It's one of those. Uh, and, you know, it's funny. As people are like, man, tell us the story. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really a you know, story. It, it is about 
you know, domestic violence and abuse, uh, which we all know, um, it happens every day. Yeah. Um, a lot more than it should, especially more since the you know pandemic and people being at home more and getting bored more and getting frustrated with each other more and then drinking more, you know, just a slippery slope. I mean, it just, yeah. all the things add up to no good, but not a lot of people talk about it. It's a very touchy subject. And, uh, man, I wasn't going out to try to write a song, you know, for women about domestic violence and abuse that that was not the case whatsoever is about six seven years ago i was sitting in atlanta airport reading a magazine and i uh, saw an ad you know for cover girl and obviously the makeup um and i was like man that that's an inter- that'd be an interesting title and <clears throat> this happens to me a lot i'll write down that title in my phone and i do it every week i write down stuff and this was probably six seven years ago and then about two years ago i was writing with uh guy named Ben Stennis and Blake Bollinger, uh, great writers and buddies of mine. We was in my garage uh, writing and just kind of going through hooks and titles, and that one came through. And I was like, what about the cover girl? And I, and I just started playing a little bit and sort of like, man, that's really cool. Is it too much? You know, is it too heavy? I was like, man, if we're going to write this song, let's go there and make it like matter and make it be real, you know? Yeah. And so it was just one of those things where I'm like, I say, you know, I held the pen and, you know, God wrote the song because I have never been through that. I, my feel for people who have, because I know there's a lot of people that go through that on a daily basis and are still in a bad situation like that and don't know how to get out. So, you know, hopefully this song will reach somebody, you know, and maybe it'll help them get out of that. Maybe not. You know, I just, I just wrote it because, uh, you know, like you were saying, the, it's a very uh, deep song, and that's to me. You know, that's what country music's about—about about stories and about songs that you know make a difference and mean stuff, and you know, really touch people. So, well, man, hats off to you because you yeah, know, it's like cool. it would have been easy to just write something you know that you think might not have been as big of a risk for you, um, and come with that. But so I feel like, I mean, the word bravery sometimes gets thrown about in a in a random way, but. It is brave to a degree when you think that, you know, gosh, I mean, people may not expect that from Tyler Farr, and they might want you to write a Country Girl Shake It For Me style song. And, and so, you know, hats off to you, because like you said, you went at it, and you, you went into the story deep. And it's uh, and if, I'll play the song here in just a second for those who haven't heard it. So, Yeah, I, I appreciate it. And Jason, you know, my hat's off to Al Dean, too, because, you know, he had to take, this is his name. Every time I release something now, you know, it's his label. Um, it's, he's the producer, so it's his name behind it too. And he was like, "I said, man, trust me on this one. I just, I think there's something special about this song, and I know it's a risk, but and I don't. Sometimes it's a risk. And I said, I don't mind taking this risk if you don't mind. Yeah. And he's like, well, let's go. So you know, my hats off to Jason too, and that's why I'm working with him. He's my best friend, and you know, he's willing to go there and trust me. You know, so. Oh, so you're better hunter than he is? Is that true? Oh, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay, I mean, I just wanted to clarify that part of the story. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's move along. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's yeah, be that real. Real simple. <laughs> that, guy, that guy, can't he can't hit anything. A broadside of a bar. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We well, have no fun in deer camp. Oh, I'd imagine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would imagine Lord. that's true, yeah. Well, man, uh, thank you for being on. I know. Oh, oh, one more thing. Like, on a regular basis... Like, let's say, well, now that you've got a baby, this is probably going to be thrown off. 
Because our, our producer, Slim, there, he played basketball yesterday at noon with a bunch of buddies. They go down to this park here and they play basketball. And his buddy, who's a grown human in his 30s, yes, Slim, is that right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, he he almost overslept for the noon game. Now, he doesn't work overnights or anything, but he woke up at like 11.45. Like, as a grown-up, you don't wake up at 11.45, do you? <laughs> no. I don't even have anything to do this morning. I woke up at 8. <laughs> right. Thank you, Tyler yeah. Farr. But, yeah. no, like, I mean, and this, I'm, I'm not BSing you. Like, this was before I even had a baby. Um, now, granted, with a baby, I'm more apt to not sleep in. Sure. Um, you know, I'll just naturally kind of wake up, you know, 6, 30, around there. And occasionally maybe sleep in. And when I say sleep in, that don't mean 11. That means like 930. Yeah, because we feel like I mean, yeah, I'm that... sh- anybody who sleeps past 10 as a grown-up, you're judging them. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Okay. Yeah, we decided it has to be single digits. If you get into double digits when you're waking up, it's trouble. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to judge you. You are not giving life all you have. If you're, you're <laughs> right. You and need to probably go to a life coach and get a reassessment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and, you know, I'm an outdoors and a huge uh, – I love fishing and hunting and all the outdoors, and I will be back here. I told my wife, I'm like, man, i got to – She's never been up here, and she wants to come up here. Someone bring her up here, and we're gonna I'm gonna get into some fly fishing, some trout fishing. Or oh something. yeah, man, but, absolutely. Uh, I have to hit y'all up, and y'all have to hook me up with some guys. Yes, something. sir. You bet. But, you know, from doing from doing that, you know, I'm just apt to getting up in the morning. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. He just needs to risk. He just needs to recheck the priorities. Go down the list and see what's out of whack. <laughs> He's one of my best friends, and I could not agree more. <laughs> my, you know, my wife's the one that sleeps in, you know, and granted, she does most of the leg work with our, our baby. You know, she's the, the anchor on that. I'm just there for the support and help. I'm I'm like, she's Michael Jordan with our kid. I'm Scotty Pippen. Yeah, well, that's okay, fair. fair enough. I know your yeah. role, man. I just kind of follow her, and whenever you need, I need to come in. I'm there. And that's, I think that's a, I think that's most husbands for the most part. Oh right? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we, when she wants to sleep in, I'm just like, I ain't waking Mama Bear up. First of all, I don't want to feel the wrath of them claws on me. <laughs> You're brilliant. You're a genius. You figured it out quickly. That a boy. <laughs> well, thank y'all. Hey man, we appreciate you. Listen, we'll see you tonight, and uh, be in touch next time you come up this way. Okay. Absolutely, buddy. I think I'm going to some place by a lake called LeClaire or something around here. I don't know what it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Long like some- the little town by the lake that's real pretty or something. There's a few yeah, Are you up uh, at St. Mary's, maybe? Is that where that is? I think so. I don't know. It has some weird name. We're, we'll figure it out. I may end up lost, so hopefully y'all see me tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, end good up luck. On Dateline and, I'm end up in Dateline in Washington State Mountain. <laughs> Have you seen this man? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all very much. All right, I'll Tyler. See you, uh, see. We'll see you, buddy. Thanks, man. There you all go. Right. There's Tyler Farr, everybody. <laughs> hey, guys. He's great. Hey, guys. Yes, sir. So many things. Yeah. One, he's my favorite interview. He's great. Two, Coeur d'Alene. Oh, it's got to be. Is that what he It's got to be. Coeur d'Alene. It's got to be. Think about if you don't know Coeur d'Alene and you see it for the first time, yeah. the, the spelling. Yeah. You're going to say a weird-sounding town. Well, that could Think very well that. be. Yeah. No, you're and he right said about LeClaire. that. Claire. That's going to be close enough to me to Coeur d'Alene. Uh, Some little lake. Yeah, He's yeah. about to have uh, his semi tight pants blown off. <laughs>
Well, wherever he goes, he's going to have his pants blown off, and he's going to want to come back up here and hunt and fish yeah. without a doubt. No question. Yeah. He was great. All right. Well, there you go. Also, enjoy. Uh, we have to take about 14 minutes of mm-hmm. commercials. No, not that long, but we do have need a, a break. Have a good one. See you guys. Have a good day. We'll have Tyler Farr's new song coming up on the other side. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Why are you slowing down? Let's. Oh, okay. There's deer everywhere. They're a little. Uh, they're a little skinny, though. What do you, what like, you got against that? Kevin James. They're just on a basically snow cone yeah, diet. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine Coyote Country. Our forecast update is brought to you in part by Zero Res Spokane. Um. Guys, sun today, 72, just a very nice, mild day. It's more of the same tomorrow with some clouds. And then the mid-70s again on Saturday. We'll jump up like 10 degrees on Sunday. And then, you know, it's not going to be like the 90s like they originally had predicted, which I don't know if anybody really has a problem with. But I know there's a lot of grad parties this weekend. So the mid to, you know, mid-70s to mid-80s with some sun, I think, would be appreciated. For sure. I mean, yeah, I, I, I have one I'm attending, and I would appreciate just the perfect temperature. Thank you. A uh, couple of things there. They've now added some rain in on Saturday. Sorry about that. Forecast also brought to you by Banner Fuel. So you got to get get the easy up tent or whatever. How much you give for a graduation, Kevin? Uh, it's none of your business. All right. That means so Tyler Farr's. That means I don't know, actually. <laughs> I, I don't. We just, TC and I had this conversation the other day. And I still feel like it's my answer is thirty because it doesn't. Twenty feels like you didn't do and you didn't really care. Mm. Even though I don't think that's fair, but you just go. Well, I mean, twenty seems like it wasn't quite enough. Twenty works if you do twenty dollars and twenty one cents. Oh, twenty twenty one's a brilliant take. And I said, well, I don't know. Twenty never seems like it was quite enough. So. Like 30, or even if you just had a five and you could do 25, then it feels like you made a little bit more effort. The 2021 is a great way to do it as well. Because then you just, you're being creative without. Yeah. Without looking cheap. <laughs> yeah. Or they, I mean, their whole thing, their Letterman's jacket, everything said 21. So if you just give them 21 bucks, that's oh, yeah, also. That would cool. work too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought of that angle. Yeah. That's a good one. That's why I always went with 30, just felt like it was a little bit better. With that being said, I still. Haven't got anything for any of the graduates yeah, well. that sent me stuff this year. Yeah, the bad thing is always like once you know somebody who graduates, you, there's a likelihood that you could know, you know, 10. Now all of a sudden you're in it. Oh, my goodness. That gets a little spin. Oh, yeah. that's No, that one's ridiculous. When there's a ton of them like that, it's different rules, I feel like. Hey, you I showed to- up to eat your food. I know we've done that before with a group of friends where we've been like, listen. We're all just going to be buying each other stuff. Can we just not do that that's this year? The like, best. just not yeah. make that happen. When you're all in this, yeah, that's the best. Uh, Slim, what are you excited about if you show up at like, let's say there's you have four grad parties to go to. Um, let's even just say it's t- over two days, four or five to go to over two days. What are you excited to eat? Like, what would the person have that you'd be like, oh, that one was the best because it had blank tacos. Tacos would be good. Yeah. Tacos or pizza. Pizza, I love pizza. So if you have pizza at a at a grad party, man, that is going to be a real big win. Super easy to eat. You can eat it while you're playing cornhole. Yep, it's just not, it's just a nice one. It's a you don't have to worry about it being bad. For the most part, you know what you're going to get out of it, and it is and it's a little bit filling too. So you're not sitting there at the, the snack table just eating for thirty minutes. You can grab some stuff and get out of there and yeah. and be good. 
I'm a big fan of a meat and cheese plate where it's just, you can just take it and roll them up. For me, I don't want the bun and all that stuff anyways, mm-hmm. so it's like I'm not going to make it into the sandwich, but I love just endless supplies of meat and cheese. It's like See, my perfect. problem is Thank I you. stand at the table too long with that <laughs> stuff. Just, just hover? Yeah, because yeah. I want to eat a lot of it. I hear you, Slim. I'm more of a grab you know, three or four, roll them up, and then just throughout the rest of the party, just go by, and it's real quick to grab of each and just roll it up and eat it i'm not going to say whether i've put one in my pocket for later oh my goodness you're getting a to-go box in your pocket from the grad party that's correct you're lucky it's not hot because that's the the meat and cheese one is difficult to eat yeah Yeah, the last time i went to one it was an indoor thing that had that and so it was great uh also the little pinwheel sandwiches oh yeah those are good yeah huge fan of that go yeah yeah or the uh, one that's wrapped that has the little pickle inside of it. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that one's cool. Ooh. That Those cool. are good. The cream nice cheese pants. and a pickle or something. It's like, yeah, that sounds real good. It'd be great. You just go right on Instagram and you start ranking the parties that you've just gone to over the weekend. Uh, Johnny's party was great because of the pinwheel sandwiches. But, Julie, what are you doing with that meat and cheese tray? Just a bad assortment. <laughs> Just rank the parties. Hey, I'm willing to be the guy that gets to go to all of them for free to try it out. Wait, what if you? What if your prize or your prize, your present, your gift, is based on how much you, you think they've put into the party? So you're like, you go to the party, you you have money that you're going to put into a card, but you don't determine what you're going to put in until the end or when you're going to leave. You're like, well, you know what? I loved the food. The people here were great. We played a couple of games. Here's forty bucks. Okay, you brought up something that I need. I was gonna. I was going to save it, but I'm, I'm going to throw it out there now because it, is, it was something I, I wanted to talk to you boys about. We have got a situation in our friend group where one of our friends sent a card to, I don't remember if it was graduation or birthday, and they sent money in the card mm-hmm. and have no clue after they sent it. They never heard back about, like, thank you or anything, and oh. he's wondering if he put the money in. Because he doesn't remember putting the money in, and neither does his wife, but they know they had the cash to put in the card, yep. and they have no clue if they put the money in, and they have, they're have they trying to figure out the best way okay. to find out. I've done this. I, I've actually done this, and it's not that hard to, to do it. All you got to do, you, first of all, you, if, is it a couple that sent the card? Yeah, okay, it's so a family, the, so and the, the, guy the family friends are not super-duper close. So it's, but it's easy to blame the guy. And or as the guy to reach out and go, dude, I feel bad. I, my wife told me to put twenty bucks in that card, and I can't remember if I did it or not. Can you please just tell me whether I did that? Because she's asked me like fifteen times if I remembered. So here's the deal: you have to say you didn't if you're this other family, right? You say that you didn't do you it so that they say you did. And this is a problem because I'm too close to the situation where I know both parties. Mm-hmm. And I know the party that received this gift is not one that is in our tight friend group. Okay. But I also know they want to be in our tight friend group. Oh, then maybe they should start saying so thank you. So that person, that that couple has to respond with, you did not put the money in the card. Regardless. Oh, so they right? don't look bad, you mean? No, no. So they get more. Oh, God. We've already walked. We've talked right. about this whole yeah. thing. We've talked about it. We've played this one through because it is, I told them, I was like, they're going to say they did not get the money in the card. 
There's just there's no way they're going to be honest about it because they know you're going to double down <laughs> on the money. They're just you're, it's without a doubt. Wow. So if you are willing to be out another fifty dollars, then you're out another fifty dollars for for peace of mind, and then they have to live with the guilt, I guess. Right. But you, if you ask the second you ask, you are giving them fifty dollars. Yeah. If you ask, you have to. Well, I mean, if they say no. They will say no. Uh, Jay, there is no doubt in our minds they will say oh no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, if the person, I guess, again, it depends how close you are. But if well, they, kinda... they said no and you know they did and you were just fishing for a thank you, I mean, then now you have to determine, make a decision. Is this going to be a friend or not a friend? If it was, I easily would have been, you ask and we'll pony up. But it's 50 bucks. I think it was 50 or 100. It was something decent. Dang. It was a good amount. I think it's 50. And so, yeah, because would, they would be out 100 total dollars. Oh, wow. But I yeah. also told him, I was like, do you not remember having a $50, like $50 right. somewhere in your life in the last two weeks? He's like, I really do not. If it was in my wallet, you know, I just I spent it somewhere else. Yeah, I feel like that's a stupid tax, right? Like you just get if if you ask, and they say they didn't get it, that's just on you, and it's going to cost you fifty bucks because you of your own stupidity. Like, it's just if you can't remember, then I guess yeah, I you guess know it's what? on you. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, the uh, fine that you pay for not remembering. Yeah, that's funny. I like the. I think it's hilarious. They just go, "Oh, no! Why was there supposed to be money in there?" <laughs> thanks for the hundred yeah it works for me like you know i mean if they can't keep track of it might as well make as much as you can these kids aren't cheap heck yeah you just keep you uh, just keep contacting people you got cards from and say hey thanks for the card and you never mention the money so then the people go oh geez was there not money in there was there not money in there no next <laughs> thing you know you're making a grand out of it i mean you won't have any friends once they all talk to each other but Grand can, a grand can buy friends. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Finally today, this intelligent people. Kevin James. Intelligent people are more light. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Final thoughts. Raunchy part by Foothills Lincoln Mazda Slim. Do you have one? Did you see the guy who paid his final child support payment with 80,000 pennies? Oh, no. I've got to imagine he was a pretty bad dad. I mean, that seems very bitter. Yeah, I I, I got to say, that hey. one, chalk that one up as bad dad moves. Not a, a he, Father's Day present. Hold on. To his credit, he paid them. Yeah. I give him that. We don't know the other side of the situation. The only reason I say this is because I know somebody who went through that and paid every single year, did everything right, the right way, was a good dad, did all the things right. But unfortunately, the person he was sending the money to was never a very good person about things. And so it was more a get even with her than with a kid. Well, sure, yeah. Still a lame move. Yeah. Either way, not very childish. But I will at least not completely say he's... A bad dad, but but chances are, yeah. Final thought. Brought to you in part by Banner Fuel, Kevin. Well, I just will keep this uh, nice and quick and easy. I was watching uh, Tyler Farr stuff on his Instagram page. Excited for him tonight in Nashville North. 
And there's one of him and Lee Bryce at a piano. I don't know whose house they're at, if it's Lee's or his or what, but they're at a piano and they're singing Celine Dion. And it just yeah. it just cracks me up. Because That's you're just awesome. like, this is what you do when you can sing and you're just big drunk rednecks and you decide, hey, let's get the piano and sing Celine Dion. <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. I love when they do that stuff. It's like you realize that's actually really talented, and uh, I'm not. For so, sure. Yeah. Yep. Well done. Also, I don't... Uh, I had... Well, let me just do it. Final, Final thought. Brought to you in part by Foothills Lincoln Mazda. I had a drink. My daughter bought me a drink. Let me see. It's a Dutch Bros drink. It's, uh, what does it say, 24. 24-ounce drink. I just want... Uh, it took me two days to finish it. Is that lame? Yeah. Slim? Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I can't really protect I mean, it's just, you. It's, it's a cold drink, I'm assuming, Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It was iced. Slim. It's wasteful. If you get a cold drink in the morning before the station, what is the same problem you always have? The same one I have. I'm, I always... Forget it in my car, and I could have just thrown it away on the way into the building. <laughs> yeah, or it's actually gone by the time we get from the coffee stand well, to work. That's when they're cold drinks, they go fast. That's what I meant. I leave the empty one in my car, carrying the empty bottle or the empty cup, cup into yeah. the trash can four feet from my car. Then I get yeah. in my car after work and go, <laughs> why didn't I throw that away? Yeah. <laughs> Two days. <sighs> Two days, yeah. So I had the second hand of it, half of it and some leftover Panda for breakfast this morning. So I know some people who are like that, though, with their drinks that save them for a long time. I mean, you get your you get your money's worth out of them for sure. But, I mean, I could never – I just could never do it. Mm-mm. I mean, it was late in the day, so does that count? It was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I thought, man, I don't know if I can drink all this right now. I don't know. I, I'm telling you, there's there are probably – I would say – You've got 30% of the people listening right now who have put a drink in the refrigerator and saved it. I know, I know my wife does it where I'll look in the refrigerator and there's just two Starbucks cups and yeah. one was from a couple days ago and one was from yesterday and they're okay. just there being saved for some special time that I get. I don't know when it is. <laughs> that it's, never happens. No, it's great when that special time arrives though and you don't have to go out and get one. You're like, yes. This is what I need right now. It's when I hear the microwave going, I'm like, that's either a bottle or a Starbucks cup. (laughs) 